A huge welcome to another episode of Forever's podcast. I'm Emma Cooper and I will be flipping it today. So the last episode you heard from uh, Juliana and I, but she was questioning me. So now I get to question her, which I'm super excited about. Uh, Jules has got a pretty awesome story with Forever, really, and I'm going to hand it straight over to you. Tell us about how you got into the company, Jill, and um, the journey so far. So um, I started Forever uh, about 10 years ago now. And um, the reason why I started my Forever business was that I was in a lot of debt, actually. I was in about £35,000 worth of debt. Um, I was working in a corporate career where I couldn't do any overtime. So literally what the money was coming in was the money that I had. Um, So there was no opportunity to overtime or anything. So I need, I was in a space where I needed just some financial breathing space where an extra couple of hundred pounds would have been great. Um, I've also been somebody that's wanted to be successful, but never really kind of knew what I was going to do. So just worked through the corporate ladder after leaving school and got myself trapped in a place where I couldn't earn any extra than what I was earning. that's most people, isn't it? Yeah, most Most people people. are in that position. Um, So I was invited to look at the business. I looked at first, I was like, oh, no, it's not for me. Uh, The more I thought about it, the more that I I came around to the idea um, and I started using the products, loved the products, and it just went from there, really. Who who approached you about the business? Like, How did they do it? So it was a lady that I was working with um, in Lloyd's and um, Lloyd's TSB at the time, and we, she was basically saying how... I was telling her how I was absolutely brassic and I couldn't afford to go on a hen do. Um, And she just basically said, listen, I've started a really part-time business alongside what I'm doing. Why don't you take a little look at what I'm doing? Yeah, and I was open, and I think I was open because I was disturbed. I, you know, the the <laughs> not fact, mentally, not mentally, no, but <laughs> the fact of an extra income was really appealing to me, you know. And yeah. and very early on, I mean, I I was earning more than two hundred pounds per month because the products were amazing. I was yeah. getting great benefits. I loved them, and I was able to just recommend them on. The team building stuff then, where I started to build a team accidentally. Yeah. Because other my friends could see how I was... You've got to tell this story was... in a minute, actually. You've got to tell... I love this bit of your story. Which bit? But do, save it. Save okay. it. When you've got your first team member. Okay, this yeah. Is funny. Um, so when you took a look at the business, why did you think Forever was a great business opportunity at that point? Or did you even look at it as I a didn't. business? I didn't. I didn't see it as a business opportunity in all fairness. Um, I extra actually, money for your handle. It was an extra couple of hundred pounds yeah. to pay the debt off and, and things. And then it was the extra um, couple of hundred on top of that to be able to then have a life still. You know, I was one of these people that used to go along out for meals with friends um, and order from the starter menu because, and I would say I've already eaten because I just couldn't afford anything more than a soup, you know, or I would turn up and not eat and have water and say, oh, I'm being good or I've had dinner before I come, you know, because I, and I was skint. I literally had no money. Um, And I mean, you know, when I've met um, Joanna, who'd invited me to look at the business, like I had nothing you know like I had to give up my well this happened a little bit later than that but I was in a stage where I'd had to give up the house I've had to um move back in with my dad in a box room then I'd crashed my car you know it was like time was um they, they, it was it was dire straits so you really. weren't even looking for a business opportunity. so it wasn't a business opportunity cash. it was money extra cash I needed then the business opportunity came when I was like oh actually there's something more to <laughs> yeah. this like, you know oh, hang on a minute yeah so what what's forever helped to achieve that your career actually tell us the point that where you thought this could be a business 
So it was really ironic. So I'm the kind of person that can't ask someone to do something that I'm not doing myself. So I could never have got somebody to use our products if I weren't using them myself. That yeah. was the one thing. So because people could see that, like, this weight had been lifted and I was a bit less stressed because, you know, you don't realise that people around you can see the struggles you're going through even if you try and keep them in, sure. you know? Um, it is quite transparent. So people could see a lift in me and they were like, George, you're different, you know? I want to know what you're doing because you're obviously having a bit of financial release. Yeah. I wouldn't mind a bit of extra couple of hundred quid. This yeah. is in the office I was working in. Why can't, you know, why so can't I do us. what you do? So I was like, tell us, oh, tell us, tell us story. a story now. Yeah, so it. I was like, so I said, oh, well, you, so this one woman, this is the first thing that happened. The girl, the girl came up to me, Tasha, beautiful lady. She came up, she said, um, Jules, I really, exactly what I just said. I want to do what you're doing yeah. because I could do a some extra couple of hundred like you. And I was like, oh, really? She said, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't quite know what to say then. So, so I was like, the price so I was like, box, yeah. So I was like, well, it's 200 pounds, mind, to Joy. Like, as if I'm like proper talking her out of it. And then um, she went, yeah, that's okay. I want to join. And I was like, well, I, I didn't know what to do then no, because I'd like, never recruited anybody. Building I was like, okay, let me just find out what I do. So when she joined, I felt like an immense amount of responsibility because yeah. it was like, well, actually, I need to show this person how to do what I do. So I, she's asking me Which all these she's questions. she's fabulous at doing because she did it with me. Did, <laughs> well, right. now I wasn't. <laughs> but she, she started asking me all these questions. I was like, I need to find this stuff out. And yeah. then I was like, wow, I've been sat on this for like... <laughs> Six to nine months, and I didn't even realise. So six to nine months before you started to bring people into the business and yeah. build a team. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it takes a while to catch a vision, yeah. though, doesn't it? Well, because it wasn't what I wanted then. No. But I think what happened, you see, it was a bit of belief as well, because because I was earning a great income retailing, yeah. I had a bit of belief then that actually I could be a little bit more. And then I had a team member, and then I... So, oh, well, let me start speaking to some more people. And then I had a bit more of a team. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I could do it. And then I got to yeah. supervisor. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I can do a bit more now. And, and you know, so gradually, I mean, I had really lack of belief. I'll probably touch upon that in a little bit, I'm sure. But, like, so the more that my, the little steps I was taking, the more my belief was growing and the bigger then my goals became. And then, you know, the this rest This is such is a good point, though. The next question I was going to talk about was challenges. So this is perfect mm. because I know being your friend, that one of your biggest challenges, particularly when you started your business, which is what I want to talk about, because I think most people can relate to it, was belief. Mm. And I mm. love how you explain, I did a little bit of this and then I believed a little bit more and I did a little mm. bit of that because the secret shows us, done it, with the headlights. Get in your car, put something in the sat-nav, you're travelling at night, your headlights only show 100 yards ahead of you. You don't need to see your whole journey. You no. just need to take the first step. So yeah. share with us how you overcame that challenge and, you know, how you still overcome challenges. Well, it was, it was the, I mean, my challenges were that, you know, the belief systems, the low self-esteem, the low self-worth, and that was no one's fault, really, just that the conditioning that I suppose I had growing up, which I think lots of people have, you know, I wasn't from a, a um, well off, a family that were well off we struggled you know like we really struggled growing up and all I could see was mum working really hard dad working really hard me and me and my sister having to do what we needed to do for the house to keep the house running at a young age you know stuff like that so we never had the big stuff so the idea I suppose that stuff like that which is the big stuff would happen to people like me mm -hmm. was 
really low. And even though I always had this dream of being successful, I never really could see myself being successful at that time. So my challenges were my belief systems and thinking that actually I could do something more. And I think the best thing that happened was that forever didn't come along in a way of you can have all this big stuff because I think I probably would have ran I think it was because it was I couldn't have believed I could do it but because I had a couple of hundred pounds then it went to four then six and then two and then kept going up and up and up the belief system came but then a, a part of all that then I knew that if I wanted to become something have something that I'd never had I had to be somebody I'd never really been before which was where I really understood that I need to do a lot of personal development and there's one thing that that's one thing that I will say I've been very very good at along my journey is first of all getting rid of my old conditioning and creating my new conditioned mind um which is a can-do attitude but also um making sure that I'm telling myself the right words, making sure that I'm having lots of personal development in my mindset every day, um, which which means that I can go on and, and have that belief in myself to achieve whatever I want to achieve now. So if someone's listening and they think, yeah, you know what, she sounds just like me, that's what I'm struggling with, what would be like the first tip to do? Because we talk generally, and I know I did in my, but we talk generally about personal development. What would be like one first step they could do? Would it be to go and buy a book, listen to something? What would you recommend? Um, it would be starting off with... Um, Yourself, I suppose. Like, I, the first book I ever listened to in terms of turning things around, what audio book it was, was The Secret. Yeah, I love that. Um, and when I, when I listened to that, it blew my mind. It changed my life. It changed 100%. everything. Yeah. And then I went on to what, listen to The Power, um, which was the, the one after. Uh, but I think for me, I decided that I needed to do something and I needed to let go. And I was living my life in the past. I was living about, oh, how, you know, it was hard when we were growing up and this. And and I lived in that moment. And it was like I was attaching my future to that because it's like, well, my mum never really had a big house. My nan never, my uncles never, my sister. Yeah. You know, so it, I pigeonholed myself that that's where I was, that's, that was my life. That's where I was going to be. So the minute that I let go of that and actually took that as a form of, okay, well, what I'm actually do now is take that as a force to learn from, to move forward, then that helped. So I, I started with myself in terms of writing just down a list of everything that I felt that wasn't great about me, myself, my limiting Mm. beliefs, things that I didn't believe. And I wrote a list of all the negative stuff and then I flipped it into positive and I just started telling myself positive things every day. And it's amazing what happens when you do that. Well, it is amazing. And the irony is we're now sat and, you know, no one had a big house in your family, no one had money, and yet we're sat in the biggest barn conversion I think I've ever been in, um, in a beautiful countryside spot opposite... Uh, a smaller but substantial <laughs> home that you've built for your mum mm. and you paid off her mortgage mm. and you did all those amazing things. So you, you did it. So that yeah. personal development does work. 100%. 100%. Have any of the leaders um, you've been around in forever? We've got some awesome ones I know. Have, have any of the leaders helped you? Yeah, I think what forever the leaders in forever have done for me is, I go bang on about it, is belief. So I find that... Um, sometimes you've got to borrow other people's belief in you until you're done working on believing in yourself. And I think that the belief that was installed into me um, 
along the way is what has really, really helped me. It's that kind of, you can do it, you can do it, yeah, keep going, they can you can do, do it. it. And, and the lifting and the, um, you know, helping you move out of your comfort zone by saying yeah. to somebody like, I want, you've done really well this week, Jules. Can you go and talk on a, on a conference call for us? Yeah. And I'd be dying and I wouldn't <laughs> want to do it, but I would do it. You know, stuff yeah. like that, like helping me raise my confidence. Like yeah. I, I would, I can remember when we used to do presentations, I was in Lloyd's TSB and um, I wouldn't even put my hand up to speak because I would go bright red. I'd walk in yeah, a room and go too. bright red because I just would think, oh, who's going to listen to me? Who's going to want to know what I've got to say? So that was a real challenge for me. And I kind of um, used to go bright red when anyone would ask me anything. So now you've been around the now world on I'm stages like, in front of tens I of thousands recognize. of people with Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the ironic thing is that I used to sing on stage. I used to be in loads of yeah, theatres. But I was hiding behind a character then, so that was easier. Yeah, when I had to come and be myself, it was really hard because yeah. I think I didn't really know who I was. I didn't have my confidence in Steph. Um, and, um, yeah, now so you've being able to... little bubbly pocket right Now I can just be myself. <laughs> and I yeah. tell you, it's really liberating to be able to just stand and be yourself, own yourself, know you're okay with it. And Forever has done that for me because I really don't think that if it wasn't for Forever, I wouldn't have come into my own. It's all right, the financial stuff is amazing, but what it's done for me as a person, that can't be taken away. Absolutely. That journey, which has been amazing, how do you think that's um, made you feel like you want to inspire and, and sort of help and motivate others? Because... And this is my big thing. I want people to know that it genuinely doesn't matter where they've been in their past, what their upbringing has been. You could be sat there now with low self-esteem, low confidence, feeling really crap about yourself. You can get better. You can make your... You have to take the first step. Then you have to be open to being consistent at taking that step every single day. Because I can sometimes fall back in my mindset because my conditioning isn't what as positive as my mind is now it's a negative conditioning so it's something that you have to work on every single day and I just what would love people to just know that life doesn't have to be the way that you think it is right now we weren't put on this earth to struggle we were put on this earth to be our best self and have the best life ever and anybody can do it like anyone can no matter what background they've been for anything I love how um, Bob Parker, our country manager, always says um, it isn't about where you've come from, it's, it's about where, where you want to go. Yeah. And I think that says it all, doesn't it? It sums yeah. it up. I think, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. So what advice would you give people? Give us sort of um, a tip uh, for people going through challenges or struggles right mm. now. So this is really tough tip um, and tough to do when you're in a stage of struggles and challenges. And for me the one thing that always kind of gets me through is always focus on the what you're grateful for. Yeah. So life can be really crap, but if you can just find that gratitude in the Something. bad stuff, it helps move forward. So when I was kind of in that stage where I didn't have anything, that I'd had to give the house... And to be honest, like, I know I'm talking material things here, but there wasn't a lot really I could find grateful. And sometimes, I'm saying this because sometimes you might be saying, it's all right for you, like, you know, you sat where you sat and you've achieved what you've achieved. Of course you can find gratitude. But the hardest moment of my life, but the best moment of my life, because it's taught me this, is that the lowest that you can be and you can still find gratitude... you've made it because sometimes that gratitude was that I would just be waking up and taking a breath that day 
and someone might not have, you know, and I have my health. Like that is sometimes you do have to dig deep to find that gratitude when you're in this storm of, of challenges that are going on. But I promise you a little, if you're living in a, a um, moment of being grateful for everything you have got, it just opens up. It's true. Way more. Yeah. You've always been such an advocate of that. That's mm. helped me as well. And I think that that's where, you know, once you do get to that rock bottom, the only way is up. Mm. If you're willing you to. can't go any further down. Yeah. And actually rock bottom is a good place to be. And that sounds really stupid, but it's good. Because if I hadn't hit rock bottom, I wouldn't have learned my lessons to become the that's person true. that I have. So actually I wouldn't see rock bottom and where you are now in terms of like a bad thing. I would take it as a lesson. Yeah, the only way is up. And, and what you can learn from it. Love it. So to finish... Tell us, who are your female inspirations or your female role models? Female. See, I got loads of male. <laughs> Gotta pick a female. Female. Who would be my... Um... It's a tough one. It is. Do you know what? I, I love um, someone that really kind of helped me um I, I maybe I I will say this Rhonda Byrne you know I don't, oh, I've never met her um and I'm just trying to think of right where was the biggest influence in my life where did that come from and you know it was her it's gotta be the secret because that was the turning point for me and they've got a film coming out soon and they've got a film June coming out soon oh yes yeah so if you're listening after that go back and watch it and if you're listening before then Come with us. We're all going to the cinema. Secret the film is out. Thank you so much, you, for taking the time out of your day. Thank you for sharing all your amazing tips, especially on the self-belief. I really think that so many people are going to relate to that and that's going to mm -hmm. help so many. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening in. If you enjoyed it, share it, tell everybody about it, and we'll catch you soon.